Hey, this is Adam Penapinto. I'm the pastor here at Hope Covenant Church, and I'm so glad that you're joining with us today. Whether this is your first time listening or you're a part of our Hope Covenant Church family, we would love to connect with you via social media on all social media outlets or on our website, hopecovenant.cc. I hope this word encourages, inspires, and challenges you in your daily walk with God as we dig deeper into his word. Let's jump right into today's message. Those of you that are watching online, welcome. It's good to have you. Those that are listening on the podcast, we count it in honor that you're with us. Hope Covenant, would you give them uh, just a wild round of applause? For those of you that are on summer vacations, we love you. We miss you. Come fill the seats next week in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Amen. I really feel the Lord in here right now. Let me explain to you that I, I have been in a position where as a pastor for two years, I've been starting this thing and my emotions have been like this. Because I've been walking by my feelings, and the Lord gave me a real spanking this week about walking by my feelings. He said, your endorphins get high, and you get excited, and you go, I've heard the voice of God. And then you get on a low, and you go, God, where are you? And then you blame me for things, and I'm telling you, that is sin for me. Now, as the pastor goes, so goes the church. So it's sin for you too. Congratulations. I want you to know that God is expecting more of you in this season, that you have what he spoke. He didn't change his mind. Well, it doesn't look good. Well, financially, it doesn't look good. If I showed you the finances of this church, you would probably give a little bit more. I'm just letting you know. I'm just being honest with you this morning. But how many of you know God's got a plan and he provides the provision for the vision? He puts the pro in your vision. Whatever, that was so cheesy, but you you can write that down, whatever. (laughs) Psalms 56 verse 9, my enemies will retreat when I call to you for help. Okay, how many of you know that the enemy is Satan? Will retreat when you call to God for help. How many of you are in a season you don't understand or you're in a season that's squeezing you and the last thing you've done is really ask God for help. You need to ask God for help. And if you've been asking, continue to ask. Continue to ask. He rewards those that seek him with diligence. This I know. God, everybody say God, God. is on my side. Can you put the verse on the screen? I want to read it one more time. My enemies will retreat when I call to you for help. This I know. Everybody read this together. God is on my side or God is for you. He's not overlooked you. He's not forgotten you. Seven promises of God. By the way, the number seven means completion. And I believe it's extremely prophetic or it means perfection. If we could get these seven promises and really concrete them, brand them on our hearts, I believe that you would feel much more complete in your confidence in walking with the Lord. Number one, I will always love you. Jeremiah 31 verse 3, the Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. No matter what, I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. Remember, it's this kindness that draws us in. Oftentimes, when things are rough, we go, God, you see me, right? Yep. You love me, right? Yep. Good. I'm confident in that. 
And I trust that what I'm seeing right now with my natural eyes, you've got something so calculated that is going to catapult me into exactly what you want. It might not be what you or me want in this moment, but man, God's going to get us to where he wants us. And he loves us enough to not overlook that character build that we need and say, time out, time out. You need to stop running right now and you need to just tune into me. He always loves us. He's not forgotten about you. He sees you. You go, okay. No, he sees you. You need to believe that. Number two, I will give you peace. Oh, that's a good one. Philippians 4, verses 6 to 7. I'm going to read this out of the Passion Translation. Don't be pulled into different directions. Don't let your mind get scattered when you don't understand the moment. Go over here and over. Well, maybe I need to do this. Well, maybe I need to do that. Maybe you need to stop doing and just take a chill pill and rest because that's where the renewal comes in. They that wait on the Lord, that's where you're renewed. That's where your strength comes from. It comes from waiting on the Lord. Well, we don't like to wait. Well, get over it. You need to wait. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Worry only leads to sin. That was free. That wasn't in that verse. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day. Guys, can I tell you, we need to master that. To saturate ourselves in communication with God. Prayer. Every single day, it will keep you on track. The opposite of that. Not praying every day will keep you off track. Not communicating with God on a daily basis where you hear the voice of Holy Spirit will keep you off track. You can guarantee it. You can write it down. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God. Let me ask you a question. Are you giving God a request or are you giving him a faith-filled request? This one stung me like a bee sting. Because I give God requests all the time and I throw them out there like, yeah, you know, seed, let's see if it grows. No, no, faith-filled requests. Like, God, I'm giving this to you, and I'm going to thank you ahead of time that it's done because I have that much confidence in your goodness. I I need to hear one big, loud amen. Ready? Thank you so much. That was so good. It was encouraging. It makes me want to preach the rest of it. Tell him every detail of your life. Don't leave anything out. Don't, Don't try to Instagram message God with your perfect little picture. Give him what you need to show him. Like, man, I'm broken. I'm in tears right now. Cool. Maybe the brokenness that you're in right there was the ordination of God. That's where he needed you because we are tender in these moments. When we have needs, we're tender. And oftentimes when we're doing awesome and things are wonderful, we're not tender. Which is why I think right now God is bringing this nation to its knees because we've lost our tenderness. And our ever-loving minds. But he gives us peace. Number three. Y'all are going to like this one. I'll probably get a lot of amens right here. But get ready because there's, there's four through seven. I will provide. I'm going to say that again. I will provide. Some of y'all are so looking at your lack right now. You're like, I don't know how to be in faith. All I, all I see is my checkbook. And, and all, I see is my, all I see is the negatives. All I see is the red. I'm living in the red. Pastor Adam, you don't understand. I'm living in the red. You know, the blood of Jesus is red. So maybe you need to baptize yourself in red. 
so that your faith would be stirred up and you would be encouraged. I'm preaching way better than this Pentecostal church is amening me this morning. He's going to provide Philippians 4, 19 to 20. Let me give you the verse to make it legal. I am convinced that my God, no matter what it looks like, will fully satisfy every need that I have. For I have seen the abundant, not just the riches, the abundant, the overflowing, more than I'll ever need riches of glory revealed to me through Christ Jesus. And God, our Father, will receive all the glory and all the honor throughout eternity of eternities. If you believe that, would you shout amen? Amen. It's even in the verse. (laughs) I will provide. Don't ask God, will you provide? Thank him that he's already provided. Are you dying right now? If you are, I mean, maybe that in and of itself, Lord, what are you doing? My days are numbered. You know that we worry and stress about absolutely nothing. He's got every moment of our life laid out. All of our days are numbered. He knows the beginning from the end. And by the way, he always completes what he starts. Always completes what he starts. A lot of times we want to put a period where God doesn't want the period, though. He's not finished yet. The surgery is still in process. You're going, well, let's just abandon the ship. I don't want the surgery right now. I want to skip this moment. How many of you know there's nothing worse than an incomplete surgery? You could die. And God still needs to spiritually do some surgery on some of you when you just want the surgery to end. And you need to just ask the anesthesiologist, give me a little bit more of that, whatever that is, that good juice right now. I need that to get through this. By the way, God is the anesthesiologist. Ask him to give you strength to get through the moment. We press through. Paul said that. And God our Father will receive all the glory. I love that. And the honor throughout the eternity of eternities. Number four, I will answer. I love this one. God's going to answer you. You go, well, I haven't heard the answer yet. Keep pursuing. You know what? This is, you ever see those little, those little uh, stuffed animal mice and you, they're on a string and you like chase them around, the cat chases it. I'm talking about cats today. You know the Lord's here. <laughs> My favorite animal. Um, there's, a, there's a little mouse on the string and God's not doing that with you. God's not playing games with you. He's gonna answer you. Jeremiah 33, three, call to me and I will. Everybody say will. will. Not I might. Not maybe, not, not possibly. I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things that you don't know that you can only find when you call to me. You can only find when you reach out to me. I want to read it out of the NLT because this verse is just that good. Ask me and I will tell you remarkable secrets. Secrets. Friends, tell friends secrets. He's your friend and he wants to tell you secrets, but you need to call to him in order to hear them. Ask me and I will tell you remarkable secrets that you do not know about things to come. What is my future going to look like? I'm pretty sure the verse just says right here, ask me and I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen of things to come. Ask me and I will give you the prophetic word that you need when you need it. I will answer you. I will speak. Are you listening? Can you hear me now? Number five, I am your strength. I want to say this, I have, not you, I have for too long been relying on my strength. How many of you know all have sinned and fallen short? I am falling short in my strength. Your strength will run just as short as your joy. 
It's the joy of the Lord that's our strength. I am your strength. I am your joy. Thank God for that. That's a revelation in and of itself. Psalms 28 verse 7. Yahweh is my strength and my wraparound shield. Okay, so he's your protection. And my wraparound shield. I trust him with everybody. Say all. All. Oh, we got to work on this. We've got to work on this because sometimes we trust him with a little bit of our heart, kind of like tithing. I'm going to give you 5% and then wonder why I don't receive the full blessing because you ain't tithing 10%. I told you there was a little spanking at the end, right? And that's not a commercial. Listen, I'm not looking for your money. God's looking for your heart. He's looking for your heart and it's scriptural. Yahweh is my strength and my wraparound shield. When I fully trust in you, help is on the way. Notice, when I fully trust in you, help is on the way. When are you fully trusting in God? You're going, God, where's your help? He's going, yo, homie, where's, where, where, where are you fully trusting in me? Fully. W- would you start trusting me? I can help you if you would trust me. That's, am I making this clear enough for you? I jump for joy and burst forth with ecstatic, passionate praise. I will sing songs of what you meant to me. Oh, 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 hold on a second. Hold on a second. Am I reading this correctly? That when I start to celebrate and I start to thank that he actually fills me with strength? When I thank him? Do you know that if you are lacking strength, you need to start thanking God and you'll, you'll get strength. That's what I just read there. There's a lot of prophetic revelation in this verse. When you thank God, your strength is renewed. Wow, that's what that tells me. We'll read it out of the NLT. The Lord is my strength and my shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. There's a correlation between thanksgiving and joy. Some of you are grumpy. You're moaning about the season you're in. If you would just start twirling and thanking God, you get your joy back. You, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Start twirling and jumping for joy. You go, oh, I don't feel that. I, start twirling and jumping for joy. Your feelings will catch up. Yeah. You, 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 you need to get your feelings to catch up with your spirit, not the other way around. Yeah. Thank God for that. Yeah. I've been calling my feelings in order all week long. This morning, I called my feelings in order. During worship, I'm back here going, where is everybody? Where is everybody? It's July. Pastors hate July. <laughs> Get to September when the whole church will be here. You know, like I miss all y'all. Where are you at? Where are you at? Oh, they're vacationing. That's a good thing. Celebrate that for them. And you're having these thoughts and you're like, because you're good on your promise. And that's how I really roll as a pastor. We have conversations with ourselves during worship. And I have to go, shut up. Anybody there? Some of you need to tell your minds to shut up. That's called taking your thoughts captive. Take your thoughts captive. I'm your strength. Number six, I will protect you. These are all promises. These are so good. Isaiah 54, 17. You guys probably all know this verse. No weapon forged against you will prevail. And you will refute every tongue that accuses you. Some of you guys, it's the enemy telling you you can't. That's an accusation. Yes, I can. I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Which is why, like we discussed last week, you need to learn and arm yourself with the word of God. Have it in you. Don't rely on other people to know it for you. Because otherwise, you don't have the very weapon that fights the lies. I will protect you. 
This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Are you serving the Lord? This is your heritage. He's going to protect you. And this is their vindication from me, declares the Lord. Some of y'all need to stop worrying about defending yourself. I feel like I'm failing. I don't, I, let me make up some really cool story. You know, no, no, no. The Lord vindicates you. Quit trying to protect you. It's only pride anyway. It's only pride anyway. Let it go. God's going to protect you. Let me read it out of the NLT. But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. Thank you, Lord, for that. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication comes from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. I love that. In other words, you know, when God speaks, that's it. That settles it. We're, we're done. Move, move, move to the next point, Adam. He's going to protect you. And then this last one, I'm going to hang out on this. And, and, and I, I, want, I want you to really feel this, that I, I'll be with you. I, I'm not distant from you. I haven't distanced myself from you. You go, well, yeah, I've got this in my life. I've got this sin in my life. You call to the Lord and you repent. Who can ascend the hill of the Lord? Him and her with clean hands and a pure heart. He's with you. In fact, he loves you enough that he doesn't just forget you when you're in sin. He still loves you with an everlasting love. Didn't we just read that? Everlasting. He looks at me and goes, oh, my everlasting love. You go, I, but I'm filthy as rags. Oh, his everlasting love. Thank God for that. Thank God for his grace. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God that he hasn't overlooked us. Thank God that he's with us. Joshua 1.9 in the NIV, have I not commanded you? Command is not an option. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Guys, that's a commandment from God that we are strong and courageous even in the moments we don't understand. Even in the seasons we don't understand. Even in that Saturday moment, you have one job. Be strong and courageous, and it's not an option. It's a command. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. That's a command. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I could drop this mic and we could all go out and eat right now. Seven promises. Number one, I always love you. Number two, I give you peace. Number three, I will provide. Number four, I will answer. Number five, I am your strength. Number six, I will protect you. And number seven, by the way, I'm always with you. Man, we could wrap up this love note, love God, right there. Here's the issue with these. How many of you, this was like, ooh, yes, I needed this reminder today. Could you show me your hands? Here's the problem with this. Our vision here at Hope Covenant Church, covenant is an agreement, which is why we, we put the word covenant in our church name. We have an agreement with God. All these things are an agreement that you have with God, Okay. We named it hope because we need to get this agreement secured in our hearts so that we can bring hope out into a lost and dying world. But when you struggle with this day in and day out, you will not be able to represent to the world what is not established in your heart. You can't give what you don't have. The challenge that I had when I did this message and I looked at myself 
the reminder's great. We need this reminder. You need to look to the word. You need to hear these things. But at some point, you need to shake yourself when you don't feel it and understand this is for more than just you. Because Holy Spirit's trying to activate this in you so that you could be a light to the world. But these seven promises are so quickly forgotten when we're going through trials and tribulations. But are we persevering, understanding that God has not overlooked us? He's for us. It's amazing how when the the vice grip of life starts to lock in on us, we're like, oh, it's, it's interesting if you've ever seen, I, I, I get these, how many of you have ever on Instagram, you get the Instagram Explorer and you can see like different videos. There's one where they put this like gel in the middle of a vice grip and they kept spinning it. And then it like, it, it never blew up, but it just, it got like really thin and it expanded on each point. I think, I feel like some of us are in this vice grip moment where God is trying to squeeze some things out of us and we need to embrace it because it's a part of him activating his promise in us. And oftentimes we don't, we are not in the mood to hear the encouragement because your mood doesn't want you to change your situation. The enemy uses your mood to keep you down. And the Lord spoke to me this week and he said, you're too moody and I don't like it. This needs to go from being a mood to being a mode where you understand my promises that I'm for you and not against you. I've not overlooked you and get established in your heart what God has spoke to you. Go back to the word where he spoke to you and don't move. Be secure in that because when God says it, that settles that he doesn't change his mind. I told our staff that there was a potential change I haven't even told them. I'm going to tell them on Wednesday that we're doing an about face from something that I thought we were going to do. And really the problem was not that the Lord changed his mind. It was that I did. Because these promises can get muddy in the moment if you're not careful. And I don't want you to feel condemnation. I want you to feel great conviction that you don't want to thwart what God wants to do through you. Your calling is something he gave you. It belongs to the Lord, so don't screw around with it. Oh, I feel the Lord right now. I want to ask you this morning, what is it that you have thwarted that God has planned as a part of your assignment that because of your insecurity, you're tapping out instead of claiming onto his promises? I feel the Lord this morning because I feel like God is getting ready to launch some of you. But he's got to make you uncomfortable. And we hate uncomfortable. But God loves uncomfortable because it's what provokes you to the things that you can only do with him. Church, is God making anybody uncomfortable in this place? Some of you are going, oh, that resounds with what God's been speaking to me all week. I've heard that word. Some of you, the Lord told me this morning on my way here that God has spoke to you that word uncomfortable before you ever got here. You know what God's up to. If you're uncomfortable, would you stand to your feet? If I'm making you uncomfortable, maybe you need to stand on your feet. Lord, Can we pray a dangerous prayer this morning? And I mean, I need you to shout this and let your ears hear it. Like, God, this is my life-saving prayer. 
Shout this at the top of your lungs. Say, Jesus, I invite uncomfortable. You go ahead and squeeze it out of me. Now let's pray a dangerous prayer. Father, do with me what only you can do. Work in me what only you can do. I accept your assignment. I accept uncomfortable. Now, Lord, you provide. You answer. You give me peace. You love me. You give me strength. You protect me. And say this out loud like you mean it. You are with me. You are for me. In Jesus' name. If you believe that, would you put your hands together? not finished he's not finished you could be seated he's not finished he's not finished I'm really passionate about God I'm really passionate about his purposes I'm really desperate for God to do what only he can do through each of you listen I pray for you every morning together we love you And God has great things, but he needs to get your spiritual lethargy shaken out of you. We've got to get to a point where we rely on the Lord again. You know, when God starts to do messy stuff, it doesn't look pretty. That doesn't sound very profound, but it is. I'm praying that this would be the most messy, non-pretty church ever. Liz and I are not supermodels. Our baby is, but we're not. We got together and made a supermodel baby for you. One day is going to grow up and discover the same thing that we're discovering, that she's got shortcomings. And I pray that if I can instill anything in her, it's that she needs the Lord. But I've got a promise for my kids. I'm not worried about it. You have promise for your kids. You don't need to worry about it. Do you know that you have a promise for your children? Yes. Quit worrying about your kids. They're going to be fine. You go, oh, yeah, you have no idea what I've done to mess them up. Yeah, we know. We, we, we see you. You see me. We're a happy family. We're going to just encourage each other. Guys, quit worrying this morning. God's for you. I got to stop. I don't know what this is. It's that time, I guess. Lord, we just surrender to you. We accept your convicting word. We accept you provoking us. Now send us and do what only you can do. In Jesus' name, if you believe that, would you shout amen? Amen. I've said everything I need to say. The Lord told me to wrap it up, so I'm going to wrap it up. Did you feel the Lord this morning? If you did, you're going to want to come next week. I'm speaking on anxiety. It's going to rock. You go, you sound pretty confident about that. You know, I'm confident in the word of God, and I'm going to give you some word of God for your anxiety. Because we all deal with the lies of anxiety that try to attach itself to us. The Lord showed it to me really clear some things this week that I can't wait to speak on. Guys, we're going somewhere amazing. The sun's coming out. I love that. Thank you, son. Um, Thank you, Lord. S-O-N. Father, I just pray, Psalms 91, your protection over every person as we carry out this week, your gifts and your callings and your purposes. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, let's talk to each other. Let's fellowship. Love you guys. We're dismissed. I'll see you next week. If you enjoyed today's message, I want to encourage you to like it and share it on social media or jump onto our website, hopecovenant.cc and click on our giving link and help us continue to share the message of Jesus across the world. God bless you and have an awesome week.